0: Good day to you, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Film Focus, episode 136, the review for Spider-Man No Way Home. Well, hello there, ladies and gentlemen of the North, South, East, and West, and welcome to another episode of Film Focus. I'm your host, The TheHyperZone55, and I'm glad that you decided to join me once again for some film-related discussion. And today, you know what it is we're talking about, Spider-Man. Spider-Man, No Way Home. Um, The interesting thing about this film is that I feel like over the course of 2021... It's been a, you know, fairly sparse yet interesting year for films. But I would say overall, nothing's really like jumped out at me, save for a handful of films after the summer came around. And there's definitely been some more interesting films that's grabbed my attention in ways I didn't expect. But I knew at the back of my mind Spider-Man was going to be some form of an event. But as soon as the first trailer came out, I was like, yo, now I'm in. I dodged the new trailers, I dodged all the TV spots and especially once the rumours really started to blow up I was muting things on Twitter, I was hiding in every pocket of the internet that I could just trying to avoid this film for dear life especially once I found out that the film was gonna get an early release date over here in the UK so, yo, the build up to this film has been insane the rumours, the questions So much was up in the air, and so much was, you know, potentially there to fail, because considering that this was Spider-Man's third outing in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but you also had Doctor Strange in here, and the potential chance for certain other things to come to pass, it was looking like it could be another Spider-Man 3 or Amazing Spider-Man 2 situation. But I am here to report, ladies and gentlemen, that this film is glorious. It is one of the most joyful experiences I've had in the cinema for years. I don't think I've felt this kind of hype for something. It's hard to really put it into, you know, a tangible thing because I'm just like, I want to say the first Avengers was like the last time I felt like genuine hype for a superhero property of this magnitude, but it's really hard. I would say that's the best example I can give right now. And I know that there's a lot of people right now in the spoiler-free territory who don't want to know any more than that. So I would say, if this is all you want to know, know that Spider-Man No Way Home is a triumph. A glorious time, go out and watch it. But for those who want a little bit more information, stick around. But anyway, we have a review to do, and I'm going to try to do my very best to not talk about any of those story-specific things. Because this is one of those films you need to see fresh as hell, or as fresh as you can. Because seeing it in action, oh boy, so, so much happiness will wash over you in the best way possible. But yeah, I guess it's time to talk about the review now. So as we do, we talk about story, characters, presentation, and overall conclusions. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's jump in. So the plot for this film can be summed up as the following. Taking place right after the events of Spider-Man Far From Home, Peter Parker's identity as Spider-Man has been revealed to the world and this causes him a great deal of hassle in his social life, at home, at school, he's being interrogated, everything seems to be crumbling for this boy. So he asks the one person he believes who can help him out, which is Doctor Strange. So he asks Doctor Strange if he can cast some sort of spell to make everybody forget that he is Spider-Man and Doctor Strange attempts to help him out but while casting the spell Peter messes it up and causes a big old magic catastrophe which in turn creates this weird situation where other previous Spider-Man villains from other universes are coming in to cause Peter some hassle and so it is down to Peter along with some help to try and sort out this whole situation before it gets out of hand and that is the best way for me to summarize the plot without going into the area spoilers. Now I really enjoyed the story and despite a lot of the moving parts, the focus was still kept on Peter Parker and his journey slash adventure as Spider-Man. The themes of this film really hit harder and resonate on a frequency I haven't felt for a while. And it's just such a crazy experience that will potentially leave you speechless depending on how invested you are in this series and the character. I also appreciate the fact that this film was a lot darker and a lot more dramatic than the films we've seen in this series beforehand. And it carries that kind of dramatic weight that I really appreciate in my superhero films. But that's not to say the film is all doom and gloom. It has great levels of levity that balance things out. The humor in this film is incredible, with so many humorous moments spread throughout the film at just the right moments. A while I've seen online someone say that this film still suffers some of the uh, tonal whiplash that the MCU films have had before when it comes to balancing humor and drama, I'd say that this film handles it so much better than some of the other films that we've seen in the past, at least recent past. I'm looking at you, Black Widow. And I cannot talk about this film without mentioning the fan service and nostalgia. Yes, there is a lot of it and it will hit you differently depending on your level of fandom, but for me it was perfect and it wasn't just thrown in there randomly, it served a purpose to the story and it worked quite well. And just from watching how wonderfully executed this film is, I felt like the people behind this film, John Watts the director, Amy Pascal and Kevin Feige as the producers, the writers and everybody else, have refined the formula of what makes Spider-Man work in this series to the point where they know what they're doing with this plot and characters and it felt like it was just so comfortable in terms of how they were handling things that they could take certain risks and make it work. Hence why you have so much crazy stuff going on in this film and yet they're able to concentrate it in one straight line. There's a through line in this film and it works and mate, you should see what's going on with those post credit scenes good gravy, some good stuff. I'd say if I could level any criticism against this film I would say it would be that some plot elements feel rushed and don't have enough time to marinate and there are certain plot conveniences uh, that are there just to help the story move along but in the grand scheme of things it really didn't deter from my enjoyment of the plot. Overall it was just a damn good time And now it's time to talk about the characters and I feel like everybody did such a great job in this film. The cast put in 110% and they were wonderful. So let's start with Tom Holland as Spider-Man. I have enjoyed this interpretation of Spider-Man since Civil War just because he was a little younger, a little bit more naive and felt like an actual high school student as opposed to what we got in the previous two Spider-Man films. No hate towards wars. Toby and Andrew it's just that those guys were clearly too old to be high school students whereas Tom Hodden actually looks like he could be in school when those films were shot but anyway I've enjoyed seeing the maturity of this character grow over the course of these films but he's still you know young still making mistakes and still trying to figure out how he fits into the whole superhero dynamic not only for himself but also when other heroes are involved and in this film this one really requires Peter Parker to think about his actions and deal with the consequences of some of his mistakes and I just love how everything was handled in this film it was wonderfully done and there's a maturity to the character that is just pitch perfect and I loved Holland's performance it was great and the same can be said for Zendaya as MJ she was wonderful I've enjoyed seeing this character come in from being an outsider to being in Parker's inner circle and become this love interest who has his interests at heart but also is a great support for him. She's still smart, she's still perceptive and still very caring and has a very good role to play in this. I also love Jacob Batalon as Ned Leeds. This guy has been my favorite funny dude since Homecoming came out, and each time he's on screen, he brings the laughs. But he also brings a level of heart that is essential to this dynamic that him and Peter have, but also with MJ as well. Them as a trio is just perfect. They are the best friend system that you've always wanted to have. They work so well together. And Benedict Cumberbatch, oh my god, he is just killing it as Doctor Strange. Each time he comes back into this role since he showed up in his own solo film back in 2016, he's just gotten better and better. He has this wonderful, smug, yet charming element to his character that just makes him so enticing to watch and to see how his relationship goes down in this film and see what he contributes to it was really good. He was very well handled. And I also love Jon Favreau as Happy Hogan, he's been one of my favourite characters since the first Iron Man came out and to see where he's like, you know, to see how far he's come in this franchise and to see how he was handled in this film was great. And I also really like Marisa Tomei as May Parker. I've quite liked her interpretation of the character since she showed up in Civil War and she definitely had a little bit more to do in this one than the previous films and It was great, very well handled. And then you had the villains of this film, which I don't want to go into too much detail about because I will just jump into spoiler-based territory, but suffice to say, they were really well handled with some specific standouts really elevating the film to another level. All right, and now it's time to talk about the presentation and good gravy was it wonderful. Visually, this film was so well done with some really great looking visual effects, some really dynamic and well choreographed action sequences, good lighting, and some nice color work as well. It's just miles beyond what we've seen with the previous two Spider-Man films. And while I've definitely enjoyed seeing the action scenes and some of the dynamic stuff that they were able to do with Homecoming and Far From Home beforehand. In No Way Home, everything's just turned to 11. Now, it definitely helps that you have someone like Doctor Strange involved who can do a lot of crazy mind-bending and kaleidoscope-looking trippy stuff. But beyond that, just seeing Spider-Man in a film where he can go up against villains who can fight with him toe-to-toe on an equal level, it was great it definitely gave me feelings of the previous Spider-Man films especially the Raimi ones when Spider-Man had to deal with certain people specifically but it was so nice just to see Spider-Man do some hand-to-hand combat, mess around with his webs do some fight choreography that was really well done whether it was in an interior or exterior location there was a nice level of heft and impact and the way in which it affected the story of a couple of occasions was really, really nicely done. Again, I don't want to go into specifics, but suffice to say, it's so nice. Especially in the final act of the film, where it's just good time central. Yes, <laughs> I love it. It was really, really nice. And you also have the film score by my dude, Michael Giacchino. And if you don't know already, Michael Giacchino is one of my all-time favorite film composers. He has risen through the ranks since I became a fan of his in 2009 with his Star Trek music. And I just love what he did with this. This is one of my favorite scores by him by far. It has so much dramatic heft to it. It also has a certain level of humor to it. But he continues the themes that he created in the previous films, but then just amplifies them to 11 with that sense of urgency, intensity, and bombastic flair that he's known for in his previous film scores. But he applies it to Spider-Man in ways that just elevate the film to new levels, man. I cannot stress enough how good his music is in this film. And people have been sleeping on this guy's work for years. You guys better recognize my dude, Jakino man. He's damn good. And again, I can't actually talk about that because that's spoiler-based territory, but suffice to say, his work in this film is immaculate. So now we come to the overall conclusion. In the end, I really enjoyed Spider-Man No Way Home. It's a near flawless movie. I just really loved going through this story, spending time with these characters, And it was definitely that sort of pick-me-up that I needed during this time of year where everything just seems a little crap. And then Spider-Man comes along to save the day. This is far and away my favorite film experience of the year. And I really just love the fact that even though Spider-Man's appearance in the MCU has been a blessing and a curse in the sense that it's fun to see Spider-Man interact with other characters but also the greater MCU has sort of taken away from his specialness as an individual in his own film series. This film sort of takes the fact that he's in the MCU but streamlines it right back to him as the main character. This is the first film for a while that makes him feel like he is the centre focus despite everything that's going on around him. It has such a great payoff for people who are invested in this franchise and it leaves you just with a great feeling in your soul afterwards. But don't leave the film straight away, stay for those post credits. They are worth your time, believe me. But now I turn it to you ladies and gentlemen, what did you think of Spider-Man No Way Home? Did it meet or exceed your expectations or were you surprisingly disappointed by it? Let me know in the comment section below or holler at me on Twitter where I'm at HyperSonic55 or at FilmFocus55. Check out the podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify and all those other places you can find podcasts. And yeah, I'll be back with my spoiler-based discussion about this film in due time. I've got maybe a couple other things I need to review before the year is out, before I had to do the top 10 of the year, but we'll cross that road when we get to it. Anyway, until the next time, ladies and gentlemen, this is the HyperSonic55 signing out. Peace.